Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today as we continue on with our Locums Live podcast series. My name is Tom Hoffman, and today we are honored to have Dr. Mahmood join us as we continue to celebrate National Physicians Week. Dr. Mahmood, thanks so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, I wanted to start by asking you to share a little bit about your background and what made you decide to pursue a career in the healthcare field. Yes. So, Tom, um, uh, I, uh, as you know, that I'm a critical care physician and uh, I have completed my residency um, in late 90s and then uh, followed by a critical care fellowship. Um, in 2000, from from year 2000 to 2002, and since then, I'm in uh, you know practicing mainly in Midwest area. So it's almost 20 years. This is my 20th year practicing um, critical care medicine, and uh, I um, basically I'm based in Chicago um, and practice over there. But because I like to travel, so that's why I. Um, try locums uh, uh, at least for uh, throughout the time I'm practicing critical care I have been doing uh, locum work that that will allow me to work in a different uh, circumstances also because different hospitals have different dynamics and you know their acuity level their patient load so that's about uh, my background yeah, that's wonderful. And, and Dr. Mambi, that actually leads me into my next question for you. Um, so sure. there are obviously a variety of different reasons why providers choose to work local tennis assignments, right? So whether that be wanting financial flexibility, finding a work-life balance that suits them, uh, financial advantages, or even just the desire to travel more, which is what you basically just mentioned. Um, so with that being said, yeah, just wanted to ask you what made you decide to give locums a try when you initially got into it, and what has been the most appealing or rewarding part of working locum tenens assignments for you? Yes, so uh, you are right that, uh, of, of course, financial uh, benefit or advantage is one reason, but uh, it, there are different factors. And um, uh, mainly is that because the thing is different hospitals have different facilities. Some are uh, less um, equipped than others, and especially critical care, just like any other acute um, specialty of medicine. It's uh, more, um, you know, like now procedure-oriented and device, and especially the cutting-edge technology, um, say, for example, um, ECMO, extracorporeal membrane oxygenation, it's, uh, you know, pretty uh, getting common, but it's not available in all the hospitals. Right. So, so that's another reason that, you know, when um, if you practice, if you spend more time at your primary place, then there is possibility that you might not be able to uh, experience all the interventions. So that's another reason that you um, at, at least for me, that I look for uh, hospitals which provide more than what I'm already experiencing. So that's prime reason. And of course, uh, flexibility is because in locum, you are not committed to give certain number of shifts or certain number of hours um, every month. If you are available, if you have time, you can do that. So that definitely that's another uh, big advantage, that flexibility of 
uh, time and uh, hours that you want to put in. And then, of course, uh, the reimbursement is also another plus. Yeah, absolutely. We, we definitely do hear that a lot from our providers, you know, especially with, you know, just the ability to test their skills, like you mentioned, right? You know, it, when you're at your permanent location, you know, sometimes you, you want to have that branch out opportunity to kind of hone your skills and to, you know, obviously help out the the facilities that are in great need, but just the ability to grow professionally that way, we've heard has been a great plus. So that's awesome to hear from, from your end. One of the things that, or, you know, we pride ourselves with being able to give our providers assistance through every step of Logan's process. So whether that be, you know, finding assignments that appeal to your specific needs or assisting with credentialing, assisting with the facilities onboarding process, travel and housing, and so on. So just in general, Dr. Mahmood, how has your locums experience been so far for you? Yeah, so my my, my experience, Tom, with most of local companies is very uh, pleasant. You know, they are very professional, very vigilant. And, you know, uh, to uh, once, once they approach me and I give them uh, my availability, then, you know, they they are very prompt. They take care of, you know, fine details uh, regarding accommodation and, of course, travel uh, flexibility that, you know, they, are, they try to accommodate and um, go by my schedule. Um, and then, of course, during the credentialing and um, uh, the orientation part. So general experience is very positive and pleasant, and specifically with cross-country also, uh, you know that your staff has been, you know, amazing. Um, especially right now, I can tell you know from, from my recent experience that I'm up for reappointment at the facility where I provide services for cross-country locums, and uh, they are like you know very prompt and uh, keep um, they keep follow up about the uh, you know sometimes because the credentialing is not an easy task, you know, the, the, the different facilities, they ask for your CME, your licenses, your, you know, multiple documents. So they are, I'm, I'm glad to, you know, have a active and cooperative team um, who, you know, make my job easy. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful to hear, Dr. Mahmood. You know, um, and, and also too, you know, one of the things that makes us proud to work in this industry um, really comes from our providers sharing stories from their experiences that are out on assignment that have made an impact on the patients, the communities that you guys are out there serving. So I wanted to ask you, have you had any experiences in your day-to-day life working a locum's assignment that has stuck with you to make you proud to be serving as a, a professional healthcare provider? Yes. Um, as you uh, know that, um, of course, now, I can tell you about my field because critical care medicine, uh, even though it's getting popular, but still it's a under-covered, or I would say, uh, um, like uh, it is, it is still very. Um, it's not a field where we have adequate staff in most of the facilities, and uh, um, throughout United States, you know, the there is uh, the critical care professionals are in high demand. And that becomes more prominent for you know remote locations sure. where um, yeah, where the hospitals are. I mean, of, of course, they they get sick patients, but they don't have um, appropriately you know skilled um, staff over there. So I uh, come across a patient um, 
in a facility, I think I was working maybe like 10 years ago where um, they airlifted a um, patient from a, a you know, small uh, community hospital to the facility where I was working and who um, unfortunately um, choked on his food while eating. And uh, the, the, the staff over there, they were not um, skilled enough to take care of that. So they uh, secured a temporary airway and they airlifted him to the facility where I was working and I responded right away. And uh, I was able to intubate him. And guess what? Before intubation, I had to remove a big steak piece from his oropharynx. And due to some reason, you know, he choked on it. It was stuck. And because, you know, when it's stuck, so the uh, the paramedics or whoever um, attended him before me, they were unable to pass a you know, breathing tube down there. So um, luckily, I was able to remove that piece and secure the airway. And, um, you know, in that way, his life is saved. And, you know, that made me like, you know, really proud that um, I was able to, you know, save at least one, one life. Um, and similarly, the other situations also where it was not as fascinating as this, but like, you know, we come across patients with, you know, septic shock and um, severe infection. And in the remote facility, uh, as I said, that because the, uh, they are, there are not enough um, appropriately skilled staff all the time. So I'm glad that, you know, I was able to make difference by providing, you know, quality care. That's amazing, Dr. Ramid. Thank you so much for sharing with that with us. I mean, like I said, that that really does, you know, make our jobs, you know, makes makes us proud to come to work every day, you know, hearing stories like that. And um, you obviously saved that that child's life. And um, yeah. we really appreciate you sharing that. And, uh, you know, Dr. Mahmood, I just wanted to wrap up with one more question for you. You know, we have yeah. several providers that we talk to that are interested in giving locums assignments a try for the first time. So I wanted to ask you, you know, what advice would you give these providers that are new to the locums experience? Um, for example, is there anything that you wish you would have known beforehand uh, that you know now? I'm glad that you asked this question because uh, uh, for those um, professionals, you know, my colleagues who are trying locum for the first time, um, the main important thing is that they that they should uh, take one or two days to learn about the culture of the hospital, okay? Because different hospitals have different um, uh, culture, you know, they, so you have to um, acclimatize yourself and, you know, try to learn about, you know, what, what their expectations are. Because uh, the, the medical care, is almost more or less the same which is provided elsewhere. But how the family, uh, the families over there, how to communicate, you know, sometimes um, the, the, you, you come across families with different ethnic um, origin from different, um, they, sometimes they speak different languages, there is a language barrier, they, they don't, not all of them, understand and speak English. So so those kind of things that you have to um, uh, learn and try to absorb and then 
try to meet their expectations. And along with that, the staff, you know, the, your colleagues, you know, the nursing staff, respiratory therapy staff, um, the, the professionals with whom you are working, um, uh, there are more or less, you know, the, the, the basic protocols are the same, but then every hospital has uh, their own ways to do things. So instead of, I try to um, mold myself and then do things according to their um, prevailing protocols or methods, rather um, doing what I'm doing. So it, that will make easier to do things, and that will make other professionals uh, who are working with with me comfortable. And uh, when when your colleagues and your uh, your um, other um, colleagues who are working with you, if they feel comfortable, then that will translate into better um, quality and better health uh, delivery to the patient. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And this is extremely valuable information for those providers that might want to give the, you know, locums a try for the first time. Um, so we really appreciate yes. you going in depth on that because obviously that is incredibly valuable information. Well, Dr. Mahmood, it has truly been a pleasure speaking with you. Um, our entire team here at Cross Country Locums truly appreciates everything that you do, you know, to help provide your services to those patients that need it so badly. So for that, again, we really do appreciate everything that you do for us and happy National Physicians Week. Okay, thank you very much and thank you for having me and 